Hey besties, it's Everything's Not Fine. Hi guys. Hey, before this episode gets started, I just wanted to hop on real quick and let you know that this episode is not a political statement. It is not a uh, sentiment to convince anyone of anything. It's a interview about real people. This is one person's story about parenting in the thick of it. She is all of us. And I ask that you open your heart, you know, and that you listen and engage the very things that we have been inspired um, about with curiosity, compassion, kindness, and learn. As so many of us, I'm sure, have experienced in the past, it's really easy to have strong judgments when um, about things that maybe are disconnected from our lives. Um, It's easy to have opinions about how people should do things when it's not in our sphere. And yet when you engage with and become friend, you know, befriend people that are a part of some of these other communities or that these are suddenly um, your family or yourself or, you know, suddenly these things are a lot closer to home than you ever realized. Suddenly it's a lot more real and relevant and that's certainly been my experience and um, to so many of us, these are our beloveds and so this is a topic um, of loving people and just loving them right as they are, right where they are. And we don't have to understand it all to be able to do that. And so uh, when you listen today, I just ask that you listen with that heart uh, to, to learn, to, to just um, hear the heart of what's being shared and, and um Maybe you too will uh, hear something you've never heard or learn something you didn't know before. Um, But more importantly, we just invite you again, just like every other episode, to um, be a part. So thanks so much for listening. Here's the episode. Hi, friends. Hello. We're so excited to be here today. We're excited to be here every day. (laughs) That's fair. But today we have a very special guest that I know we introed that we were going to have somebody um, and we left you hanging and trying to guess possibly who, Um, but we have our very fun friend named Kate here to join us. And we met her a bajillion years ago, uh, back, way back in crazy cult days, where she was just a young babe when we were young adults. Uh, She had grown up in that same church, and her family was actually uh, missionaries in Japan for a a majority of her growing up. Uh, And then when you fast forward, to her adult life. She is now today living in Western Washington with her husband, Jerry, and their eight children. Yes, eight, because she is a rock star. And (laughs) I am Elle. And uh, their kids are ranging from as old as 17 down to just under the age of one. So we applaud her just for that because she is alive and standing. I mean, she's amazing. And looking incredibly cute right now, might I? God, I know. It's I don't so even cool. have on makeup for God's sake. <laughs> um, but we especially wanted Kate to come join us today because um, in honor of two things, in honor of Pride Month that we are still in, but also in honor of kind of our newest inspiration of cultivating um, curiosity, compassion, and kindness in ourselves and others. 
she was actually the first person that we both thought of. Um, so she is currently parenting, of course, eight kids. And when you have eight children, there's a lot of different things that you're going to have in an encounter. And she has been super awesome and vulnerable to share some of the journey that they've been on. And some of her kids are part of the LGBTQ community. She's got kids that are on the autistic spectrum. She's got a medically um, uh, fragile or medically um, complex. complex. Thank you. That was the word I was, I had it and then I lost it. Complex um, as well, um, children and her child. And so she's got a lot going. And on top of it, she's in school herself. I mean, seriously, do you live on Red Bull? I'm I'm impressed. (laughs) Welcome, Kate. Welcome. We're very happy to have you here. So welcome. Thank you for coming. Thank you. We we will try not to talk all over each other. (laughs) Three voices. Nicole and I talk all over each other anyway, so adding a third. I'm going to mostly be quiet today. I'm going to (laughs) just let you guys run with it. Um. Anything you want to share, Kate, before we get started with the people? Um, no pressure. I, I can't think of anything to add. <laughs> so, you know, there's obviously a ton of topics we could talk about. We'll probably have you back as a reoccurring guest because I feel like we could go over a lot of things. I know oh we've talked. Gosh, yes. Right? Like, obviously, Crazy Cult Church and all the ways that we've all been triggered. Okay. Um We could mine that field for a long time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But today we did want to talk to you and we had asked you specifically to share um, about maybe some of your journey as a mom and as a family, like with having kids that have come out, um, that have come out. So can you tell us like you have... um, You've got at least one child that's come out as transgender. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. Okay. And what, with that, like where, what was your, I guess, where were you at kind of with all of that whole thing before any of that with your own kids coming out? Like where were you at with like, you know, LGBT, mm-hmm. all of that. That's a, that's a good question. Um, well, yeah, like you, like you mentioned, grew up in a super, 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 super <laughs> conservative house. Um, when I, uh, when, when my boys were a little bit older, we were pretty sure like almost immediately, like around age three or so that probably one of our little guys was gay and you know we kind of just talked about it and my husband who um grew up in a very liberal house um was just like who cares you know like how does that how does that change anything or whatever you know and so I think from that time on um and it's also you know part of our parenting philosophy sort of like um uh just to be really accepting and, you know, non-judgmental um, because I grew up in a house that was so extremely judgmental that that was really one of our big goals was to allow people to have their feelings and allow that to be, you know, allow people to be themselves <laughs> basically. Yeah. And to just, you know, I, I think it's always been my biggest conviction, I guess, even I'm non-religious now, but back when we were involved in, um, you know, attending church and things like that, um, to just love people. And that includes if I don't agree with them or, (laughs) you know, so, um, because that's all I want. I just want to be loved and respected as a human. So, um, yeah, we just kind of were like, whatever happens, happens. We're going to love our kids no matter what. And, you know, so be it. <laughs> so, so I wasn't like, you know, homophobic or, um, afraid that everybody's going to go to hell or anything like that. But at the time, um, that Kai, my 10 year old, um, 
came out to us, he, he yeah, he just had just turned 10 and we were like, mm, oh, wow, <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of surprised. And, but he had been saying for several years, maybe two or three years, just like, what if I, what if I wanted to cut my hair really short and what if it looked like a boy? And we'd be like, oh, well then, you know, some people have short hair and that, you know, that's fine. Do you want to cut your hair short? And he would all like immediately be like, oh no, no, I don't, you know, I know I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, what if I had a different name? What if, you know, what if that wasn't, what if this wasn't my name? You know, we'd be like, well, then we would call you something else, you know? And like, as a little kid, I remember, I really wanted my parents to call me Brittany. <laughs> Just so funny now. <laughs> I just remember my parents were like, um, no. <laughs> so we're just like, you know, how that's, you know, well, what would you want us to call you? And just kind of like, you know, like flesh that out. Like, what's, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> but so, yeah, right after he had just turned 10 when he said that he wanted to talk to me about something. And I was like, okay. And he's like, I want to talk to you without dad. And I was like, okay. You know, so. <laughs> Um, I think I was like nursing in the living room and nobody else just happened to be there. And he just started crying and I was like, you know, what's the matter, buddy? And out of nowhere, my older girls just like appeared and super stern face, their arms crossed. They were like, Kai's going to tell you something. And I was like, oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) And they, and Kai just said, you know, I, I am afraid that what I'm going to tell you, you're, you won't love me anymore and that you won't accept me. And I was like, you know, did you murder somebody? And he was like, no. And at that point, like, I already, you know what I mean? I knew what he was going to say. I mean, to a certain, to a certain extent, you know? Um, and yeah, he just said, I, I feel more like a boy. I, I think, I think I was meant to be a boy. And so I, you know, I kind of, I don't know, prepared myself a little bit just in those like 30 seconds. <laughs> and I was like, okay, should we cut your hair? And he was just like, you know, mouth open, like shock. And I was like, of course, of course, we're going to love you. You're my kid. I love you as a person. I love you. You know, I love your eyes. I love your body. I love how your mind works. I love how funny you are. I love, you know, it doesn't have to do with how long your hair is or what you want me to call you or your pronouns or anything like that. You know, I mean, I'm going to love you no matter what, because you're my kid. And so, I mean, and, t- you know, to be perfectly clear, it was a little bit, at- it was shocking still, like, it still was kind of stung a little bit, you know, like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so hard for me, you know, like, not thinking about him at all. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I just, like, text my husband really quick. I was like, um, you know, he wants to be called a boy, and he's just text me back, Okay. <laughs> So just because he was like in the other room and I didn't know how it was gonna, you know, play out. And my husband is also autistic. And so a lot of times he just doesn't get like, you know, we're just we just text very like straightforward. <laughs> like prepare yourself, you know. Don't say anything weird. <laughs> but um yeah, so um like we talked, he ended up my husband ended up coming out and be like, Oh, what are you guys talking about? you know, and I was like, well, Kai wanted to tell us something. So he kind of, you know, said it again. And the girls were just like, you know, Kai's serious and you needed, to, you need to be listening to him. And, you know, we we're like, we will. <laughs> so they just, I just, even, even with the girls, with Molly and Lucy, the, they've just like really blossomed in this regard also, just like, becoming so defensive of their siblings and all of their siblings and really caring, you know, even more so about like making sure that they feel safe even within our house. So, um, yeah. And none of my kids had any trouble adjusting to it or adjusting. I mean, occasionally I would still, you know, forget what what he chose his name to be, (laughs) which was also again, super hard for me because I chose his name when he was born and I like, you know, put thought into it and everything, but he was just like, I hate that name. I hate it so much. And we're like, okay, well, what do you want to be called? So, and he had taken, he took a couple days, maybe even like a couple weeks afterwards to decide really what he wanted to be called. And, um, Kai, it was. <laughs> yeah. 
So, yeah. So he had shared with his siblings prior yeah. to talking to you. Yeah. And so the three they already knew. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How how old were the girls at the time? If he was 10, so. Yeah, 14 and, or 13 and 12. 13, 12, and 10 all together in the room. Yeah. yeah. And we had just moved him from the little kids to be like the big kids. And we kind of just like have that, this line where like when you're not annoying at night, you can start staying up later. <laughs> and then the girls, Molly and Lucy, were just like, oh, well, he should be in our room now because he's not a little kid. So he shouldn't be in the little kids' room. So yeah, he had just become a little kid and then, you know, immediately went. Went to Kai, and we like I don't know the whole. It's it's so it's so easy, but at the same time so complicated because we were like, do we put him in the room with Sam and Joe? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. with the big kids because they're you know sixteen and fifteen at the time, but then not really, you know. So um, yeah, he has remained in the room with Lucy and Molly, and <clears throat> that's been really good for him. So they're it's not yeah non issue. So, and yeah. how old is he now? He's eleven. Okay, so about yeah. a year. Then this yep. process. Gotcha. Yeah, and one of the first things that we decided to do was um, through um, Seattle Children's Hospital. There is a mental health, a, like hotline kind of thing. You just anybody in Washington State can put in your information. They contact you and ask you your information, like, you know, what are you looking for and um, find someone in your area. They actually call for you, the um, places in your area, ask if they're accepting your kind of insurance and if they're accepting patients. And then they call you back with big lists. They email it to you, actually. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. Very incredible. And we just found it, like... I think I searched something like, what do you do when your kid says they're gay or something? You know, <laughs> it was like, get some mental health, you know, get mental health expert on board. So we, um, yeah, we found out there was um, like the trans clinic um, through Seattle Children's. And there's also, um, there was also another one through, I can't think of who it was at the moment. Um I can't think of who it is, but, um, so we called to ask to see, like, can we, can we be seen? And the pediatrician called us back that day, which is, what? (laughs) I don't even know how he talked to Jerry and I like over the phone for like 40 minutes about it's super common that if kids are coming out as trans that they come out around 10, here are some things you don't want to (laughs) do. Here are some things you do want to do, you know, but, and that, and that was our big, our, one of our big fears was like, he's 10, like, He's just a little guy, you know? And also, Kai was um, a preemie when he was born. And so he is just, like, super tiny. Like, just a super tiny guy. And so we're just, like, in our minds, like, he's just just a baby, you know? But (laughs) (laughs) making these big decisions and how do we support? And, you know, if, if, you know, if he decides to continue with this path, like, what do we need to, you know, concerns over, like, medication or... Anything like that, like, that's really big and scary to us. And um, the pediatrician was amazing. And he said he can't see us because he only sees, you know, teenagers. And he um, he advised us, you know, be super, super supportive, but you don't want to interfere with hormones. You don't, you don't want to do that. So, you know, once he's, you know, through puberty, then that's a great time to start seeing the, the you know, the trans clinic. And... So that's, yeah, that's our goal. That's our, that's our plan right now. (laughs) But I think that's really cool, Katie. I appreciate you sharing that because I think that's one that a lot of people don't, don't know. Um, And I kind of wanted to ask, but I also don't know if that's appropriate to ask. Yeah. Um, I have no idea if it's appropriate either. (laughs) But I, but because you're in it and you shared it, I'm like, Hey, that's awesome. Cause I think that's a fear that a lot of um, people have or parents have of like, man, I'm not sure about, you know, medical intervention at such a young age. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because I I mean, you know, like they're young. What if, what if that, what if that changes or something? But, um, so I think it's awesome that there's so much support and I think it was so wise that you and Jerry jumped right into, pursuing wisdom and 
that, that medical, you know, that therapy support or like, how can we, you know, get all the wisdom on board that we can Definitely. from people that know what the heck they're talking about. Right. Like, yeah. Both for you guys and mm-hmm. for Kai and yeah. obviously like for the whole family. Yeah. Yeah. Was there, when Kai shared that with you, it seems like you, you, it, you know, like you said, it, you're pretty sure where he was going with it. Mm-hmm. So that leads me to believe were there other potential signs or emotional signs that he was having previous um, to that? I mean, like, even like, I don't know, like, in, you know, was he, I don't know, you tell me. Um, I think, I think that there was... I guess when he first when he first said that he you know felt like he was a boy, one of my first like confusion parts was when was because I guess I should say <laughs> he his birthday had just been a couple weeks before and he had picked out some new dresses and we'd ordered them online and he seemed like he like loved them and he was like they're so beautiful I feel so beautiful in them and you know so then when when he said that he was trans I was like. But remember, you were just wearing dresses, you know, and that was like my older girls were immediately like, boys can wear dresses too, <laughs> you know, so I'm like, okay, sorry, you know, coming from a, you know, conservative background, like, like you said, I don't know what's appropriate. I don't, I don't know. My girls sure know. <laughs> sure. They will tell me every time, like, mom, you know, you can't say that. And I'm like, I'm just so sorry. So <clears throat> it's been a great family bonding experience. <laughs> totally it's amazing how our kids have that I will say like Roz and well my kids at least are really quick to like uh why do you say that yeah who says that they can't like why is that a girl thing or whatever and I'm like okay you're right I hear you (laughs) Kate you mentioned that when you talked to the pediatrician initially he told told you some things to do and some things not to do. Do you remember or are you okay with sharing some of the things that, that they said? Uh, yeah, I think, let's see, some of the some of the things he said was obviously embrace him, embrace his change, embrace if he wants to get his hair cut, if he wants to change his clothes. You know, think of the little things, you know, like does he need new sheets on his bed? Is what's going to help him feel accepted all together like the small things are the things that matter which is also totally my life motto like the small things count people think like oh but think big picture I've never thought big picture I've always thought small things like you know if we're redoing our house like we got to paint the trim you know what I mean like the house isn't gonna look good (laughs) doesn't matter if I paint my house if my trim looks bad you know the house is gonna look bad so that's yeah that wasn't a I I always think about really small insignificant things so it worked out well (laughs) but um, yeah my husband ended up taking him like that day asked him if he wanted to go get some new clothes and they just like went to target he got like you know four or five shirts and some shorts or whatever and he decided on his own which was another thing the pediatrician said was think about school think about when he wants to come out you know even though he's telling you you guys are his safe place but how does he want to tell other people or when does he want to tell other people or anything like that. So he decided on his own that he wanted to wait till school got out. And then in the fall, he was going to, you know, take the summer to think about what he wanted his name to be and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then in the fall, he would just go back in as a new person. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Uh, one thing that the pediatrician said is just be really mindful of, um, I guess it's called his dead name, just his name, you know, that he was born with and also not to say like when you were a girl but to refer to like I guess they they refer to it as um assigned female at birth rather than like Kai used to be a girl I guess because I don't know when he started struggling with you know his image and things like that so just to be aware of like showering and all these things you know um there's just like statistically a lot of kids who are trans have body image issues. <clears throat> Sorry, I like sound so deep voice, <laughs> a little cough. <laughs> um, yeah, so he just, 
he just gave us a whole bunch of small things to look out for. And um, he was like, you know, are you concerned about him being depressed? And we were like, kind of, but you know, he had been a little bit moody, but we had just had a baby. I think the baby was like three weeks old or so when he <clears throat> came out and it, he had been a little bit moody, but you know, everything is changing and things like that. So we kind of thought like, maybe we need to, we'd been talking, I think even a couple of days before that, just, you know, Kai seems a little bit sad. What can, you know, what can we, how can we help? And then when he came out to us, um, he just seemed so like happy and a lot more at ease just with himself. So, um, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you know, if you're struggling, obviously like there were any of us. Yeah. And then to finally probably have that weight off and feeling like you don't have to hide that. Yeah. Would be a huge weight. Yeah. And probably, I think, you know, the like sadness issue, um, or depression, I don't really know what it was. Um, I can just imagine that a lot of it was also him not knowing how we were going to react. Absolutely. And the like fear of uncertainty of what is my future going to be like, you know, after that. <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, one, another thing that the pediatrician just like, um, Threw out some really crazy statistics about trans kids. Um, one of them was like 40% of kids who are homeless or experiencing homelessness um, are there because of family rejection. Mm. So 40% of children who, I don't know if I could say that better, 40% of children who are homeless are there because they identify as LGBTQ and, you know, are out because of family rejection. So that was like, what? You know, <laughs> that's good that's crazy. So yeah. yeah. And then it was like, I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head, something really large, like 75% of trans kids have attempted suicide. Yes. And um, I know a lot of people are saying like, oh, well, that's from a long time ago. And you know, things are different now, but no, that was in 2012. <laughs> so no, yeah, that's not, that? it's, yeah, it's very recent. Yeah. LGBTQ kids in general, like mm -hmm. encompassing gay questioning, whatever, Mm -hmm. They have double the rate suicide rate compared to right, you know, typical teenage right. suicide rates. Right. Then when you add transgender to that, that mm -hmm. escalates that much more. Yeah. So, exactly. um, which honestly for me, where people will say, I, you know, I've had conversations with different people where they'll say, well, I just don't know what I think about that. And that has always been my response is, well, you know what I think? I yeah. think when I see that statistic, that's all I need to know because mm -hmm. nothing else freaking matters. Yep. Like, that's pretty much, that's, that's exactly what I told my family. You know, they were like, uh, psh, no, yeah. we were just like, well, would we rather him be dead? <laughs> Cause a hundred percent. So like at this point, you know, who cares? <laughs> yes. Here's what my kid wants to be called or what they want to wear or, you know, so yeah, that was, yeah just a, lots of shocking statistics. So mm -hmm. yeah, all you have to do is love your kids. That's what you signed up for. Right. <laughs> when you had to learn. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. How, um, how has the family response been then in, in general? Have, has it been kind of a mixed bag? Is it? Definitely a mixed bag. Um, yeah. When we told Jerry's mom, um, she was just like, oh, okay. And that was it. She didn't, she just doesn't care at all. She, um, she lives with us. And so she just has kind of <laughs> learned to roll with all of my, <laughs> all the crazy kids, all the chaos in the house. But um, yeah, she was, she's, she doesn't care at all. She's just like, oh, okay. You know, and it's like, we were kind of with her, you know, we were with her all the time. So it's like, oh, okay. But then when I told my family, they were just like, absolutely not you know my mom refused to call him kai sent a christmas present with his old name on it and i mean that's like december you know a long time later and my girls ended up before kai got home from school because the older girls get home at two and then kai gets home before they just like scratched out his name with permanent marker <laughs> and rewrote it so then yeah um the kids <laughs> jointly without without me knowing about it decided to text message my mom and tell her like <laughs> grandma you know it, you not you refusing to say 
to call him by his name, you know, is so unsupportive and unloving. Like, why would you do that? That really hurt his feelings and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, so we haven't been on really great terms since then. <laughs> but but it's been great. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was kind of awkward. But I yeah. Like on one hand, like Jerry and I, my mom had, my mom mentioned it like a couple of weeks later. She was like, well, the text message. So then I was like, oh, great. So Jerry and I like looked at it. And I mean, honestly, I was really proud of them. I've, how do you stand up to somebody like that? Like I can't, I can't even, I've never been able to tell my family no, you know, (laughs) at all still. So (laughs) just like seeing them be, you know, be able to stick by their convictions like that and that was so brave, you know, so it was hard for me to be like, well, <laughs> there's better ways to say things like this, you know? Yeah, so. that's pretty, that is very brave. Yes. Yeah, it was surprising, but. <laughs> I think it speaks a lot to what you are instilling in your kids. I mean, <clears throat> as we make decisions, when we come out of traumatic relationships with our families. And I mean, I know a little bit enough about your backstory. We've bonded over our shared traumas before. So, I mean, I, I know I can pretty confidently say, I know that one of your big goals is to um, break some cycles and instill in your kids and, some things that you or we wish we would have had at that age and to have kids who can stand up and say what they think is right, even to a grandparent, you know, Mm -hmm. which is a toughie. Um, You're obviously achieving your goal. And (laughs) yeah, that that definitely speaks to that. Yeah. It's awesome. Honestly. So when Kai went back to school, then how was that transition for him? Um, su- surprisingly great. The um, I didn't. I honestly hadn't thought about it all summer. We started calling him Kai. You know, started dressing as a boy, and um, probably right before, maybe like two weeks before school started, they have like the you could drop off your supplies. It was like the open house, but it was like a drive by. So because, you know, COVID or whatever. So you could drive to the spot where you were stopping and give all of your supplies to the teacher and then drive to the next spot. You know, we're there for hours on end because we have so many kids, but (laughs) they, um, I realized when I was writing all of his name on his supplies that, Oh my God, like I need to call the school and tell them, you know, that he's going by Kai now. And so I called the secretary who, you know, school secretaries, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. They're so awesome. They deal with a lot. <laughs> they deal with a lot. But they're always, they're not always, not always, the most loving people. They're <laughs> 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 like no-nonsense people. So anyway, she, I said, um, hello. <laughs> you know, like all nervous. <laughs> this is the family (laughs) and I um just told her um you know Kai's going by Kai now and um identifies as male and she's she gave no response at all like and then she says can you hold on a minute and I was like oh my gosh I was like sure (laughs) so she came back on a little couple minutes later and she said um can you guys come in today before the school drive-through like can you come in like around two o'clock and I mean, I'm super, super, super non-confrontational person. So I was just like, oh my God, you know, and I tried, Jerry was at work because, you know, right before school started, he had to be there. He teaches also, he's a teacher. So he, you know, different school, but I was just like, can you please get off work early? <laughs> and he's like, no, you can do it. I believe in you. And so <clears throat> I was just like, okay, so Kai, we're going to go meet with the school. <laughs> and um, Molly was like, well, I'm going to go. You know, I'll go with him because he's going to meet his teacher. And it was the teacher Molly had when she was in fifth grade. <clears throat> and she's like, I know her. And, you know, I'll go with you. And so I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> like, hiding behind my children. But <laughs> when we got there, they um, 
it was not an issue at all about, are you sure? They didn't ask anything like that at all. They were just like, we wanted you to come in. We wanted to introduce you to all the teachers. And so they walked Kai to every single specialist that was there and said, this is Kai. You know, Kai's coming back. Just wanted to show him around and stuff. And um, the counselor told me um, that she emailed all the teachers and let them know that Kai was going to be coming around, you know, and so to, to meet them and stuff like that. So I just honestly shock, <laughs> shock and awe because yeah. I thought that every single person was going to be against us, you know? I mean, mm. what, like, yeah, I don't, I don't even know. I don't, I think I can confidently say at that point, I didn't know anybody who had any kids who identified as LGBTQ and we were like attending the Mormon church. So <laughs> It was, um, it was a big, it was, you know, it was a thing, but yeah, they introduced Kai to all of his teachers. She, his teacher had a water bottle. I mean, this was like, I don't know, maybe 45 minutes or so from the time that I called and she had redone his name with the cricket on his water bottle and gave it to him and was like, oh, you know, if you don't make it through or whatever, like, like I cannot even imagine how it could have been better. Not even one wow. thing. So wow. it was really crazy they showed him where all the boys bathrooms were they showed him where um he could use they said that he could use any of the staff bathrooms if he wasn't feeling comfortable to use the men you know men's bathroom or the women's bathroom whatever and the counselor was there so it was the counselor and his teacher and the principal came you know hung out with us for like half an hour 45 minutes and it was just amazing it was so amazing and i don't know i just felt like do people know that it's like this? I mean, that's one of the reasons that I feel like I'm open about everything that I talk about. It's like, it's not as scary as you think it's going to be. You know, I was terrified going in there that they were going to be like, actually, we're going to need a referral, you know, right. <laughs> we need to the pediatrician, like just says you're not crazy or something, you know, so yeah. take away my kids or something. I don't know. <laughs> but it was, it was, yeah, very, very easy. <laughs> What about classmates? Do you, has that been, or um, parents or? Well, we have not had any, we haven't, we still haven't been able to volunteer in any classrooms this year. So oh, sure. Yeah. I don't know about parents, but um, we had, uh, we have one family friend that has a couple of kids in our kids' grades that they've been friends with, like Lou's best friend, Lucy's best friend. She's in, um, She's in sixth grade now. So we've known them for about three years. And Lucy had apparently told her friend and then her friend told her mom. And then the next time we saw them, she just called him Kai. And <laughs> I was like, okay. You know, I was like really shocked about it because I wasn't expecting that. For As for classmates, um, I think at first he was like really nervous about how it was going to be. And I, I think he ended up telling some people that he was actually the brother of <laughs> his old self. Aww. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we were like, well, you should still be honest, you know. <laughs> but um, I think we've only had like one or two, one or two kids that were just like, oh, I'm not going to call you Kai. And then he kind of just told the counselor and the counselor was like, let's all be kind to each other, you know. So I know just a couple of weeks ago, he kind of just – one kid, the same kid j said, um, oh, well, don't call, you know, don't cause any trouble with Kai. He's just going to go run to the counselor and then we'll be in trouble, you know? And so of course that's like, kind of was kind of sensitive issue to him. I'm like, good, like, good. They're being held responsible for their actions. Good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was like, well, I don't want to be a tattletale. I'm like, okay, but you, you know, you deserve to be comfortable. You deserve to feel safe in, at the school. So who cares about them? <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, now he's moving on to middle school, so <laughs> it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the things that um, I was very impressed with when we lived in Western Washington, my kids have gone all through school in that area, and it is one of the benefits in living in a more liberal area. Mm -hmm. Um you know, it, there, there are going to be, um, you know, the people who are negative and nasty, no matter what, but, yeah. um, the schools, at least for my kids, um, and it sounds like for you, were very from 
day one, you know, at inclusivity and in all kinds of situations. And um, that is very fortunate, you know, that, that that's the experience because I, mm-hmm. I know that's not the case all over our country, you know, yep. so, or even in our state. So yep. I'm very happy for you guys that that's your experience, but also aware that is definitely not always the experience. So very true. Very true. We still have lots to do in this world. Absolutely. Yeah. So if I, if you're open to sharing, did you, after sort of, obviously your first focus was Kai and mm-hmm. him being okay and knowing that he's loved and all of that. Have you had any of your own sort of emotional processing of um, just sort of this change? You know, like you said, you picked out, you know, when your babies are born, you pick out their names with care and intention and you imagine a future, Mm -hmm. you know, we all do. And, And when a major shift happens, that changes that picture you know that we imagine yeah um did you have you had to process any of that um what has some of that been like if at all right um yeah I think my I I, you know I feel terrible like feeling like this or even you know that this was an issue but my biggest worry was telling my family Mm -hmm. and um so that was, <laughs> that was a, that, that was not easy. <laughs> and I actually haven't really talked to my sister since then. She just kind of hung up and, you know, we haven't talked since then. And so I think that part was the hardest for me was the feeling like I'm choosing either my child or relationship with my family, which has already been strenuous enough, you know, mm-hmm. especially since we moved over here you know, really soon after, um, kind of our family fell apart and which we needed to do for our kids and hundred percent, I would do it again, you know? Um, but it's really hard for me to know also that, that they're hurting with this decision. And I wish that I could be the person to sort of help walk my family, my sister, my mom through it. My brothers were just like, Oh, okay. You know, (laughs) that's fine. You know, my sister-in-law was like, um, okay, I don't care. You know? So, (laughs) Or not like I don't care, but like we support you guys. Like you right, know. they're supportive. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah. So it's been hard knowing that. Like I, I'm not the peacekeeper in my family at all by any means, but I'm definitely try not to be the you know rock the boat kind of person. But um, so I think that that was the hardest part for me. And the nice thing is that Jerry. My husband is super, super black and white, and I don't think he's ever told a lie in his life. So he's just like, you just told the kids that you love them no matter what because you love them as a person, you know? Like, what are you struggling with? And I was like, I'm struggling with what other people are going to think of us. Like, (laughs) you know, I'm predominantly surrounded by conservative people. I don't know. I don't know how to tell any of these people. So I think the only other negative um, like response I really had though was just like somebody who was in like a social club that I'm in and or that I was in and she was just like you know oh you better not tell some of the members they might not you know they might not be appreciative of, her, of it or whatever she's like I'm totally fine with it though but I don't think she really was you know <laughs> so um, but no one else has been negative at all it's yeah I don't know so it took I think it took about maybe three or four days really before I was just kind of like, okay, we're going to move on. And honestly, same with Jerry. Like Jerry was like, it's hard for me to, to, to kind of process this because I almost feel like I'm losing a daughter because I mean, it's weird that as a society, we're so focused on, you know, the sex of a person, but at the same time, like, it's just like, it's so sweet to me to have six daughters, you know, and now, you know, then all of a sudden I don't have six daughters, but but I have three sons, you know, like, so I guess I should still be happy, but you know, I mean, they're not like collecting cards. So, you know, (laughs) yeah, good. (laughs) They're still alive. 
Absolutely. And I think that that's so true. It's the, but I think that I appreciate that reality though, because I do think that there's still the, I can be excited for the future. I have three sons and that's exciting, Yeah, but I still, I, you know, I thought I had, you know, I, I was expecting, you know, to have six daughters that I'd walked down the aisle or, you know, different, different life events that you, you know, um, you just had certain, you know, when you have a child, I think you have expectations. Yeah, exactly. Right or wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Like fair or unfair, because of right. course, that's most of the time that's like, well, that's a lot of pressure to put on a person <laughs> before you even know who they are. But um, I, I just think that's real though. And so even though it's like, you also get to discover who they are and mm-hmm. all of the beauty that that will also be mm-hmm. there. It, it's also realistic to say, you know, I also had to let go of my previous expectations or yeah, whatever too. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly, that's exactly it. And we did, I mean, we feel like, you know, and we told each other, like Jerry and I talked, you know, we talked about it at night or whatever, like we have to, I feel like we have to allow ourselves to be disappointed and to work through it. Like it's okay because those are our feelings and they're real to us, even if, you know, they're not appropriate. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like I want to, I'm, I am accepting, but at the same time, that doesn't mean it's easy, you know? Yes. Yeah. So <clears throat> that was definitely um, something that we, you know, were able to work through and, you know, like you have a lot, you have all these memories that you kind of they kind of feel displaced like you know we had our sweet little girl and you know I mean I guess we have a sweet little boy now but (laughs) you know so I don't know um I know another really big struggle with us is that is um like appropriately talking about like sexuality because he's only 10 and it's not like he has a crush on somebody you know and so it's like I don't, I don't want to be introducing like these new things like, oh, so are you gay? So, so who are you attracted to? Like, you know, yeah, right. that doesn't feel appropriate to us, you know, like. Right. right. It's not really on the table right, right now, right? right? Like that's not, and it wouldn't, that's not typical at 11 anyway, right? Exactly. Exactly. And that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, well, how do you know that you feel like a boy when you don't even know, you know, you're just 10? Like, how do you, how do you know these things? Or how do you know who you're attracted to? Or you know, but it's not, a, it, and that's, I feel like that's like kind of a, maybe, I don't know, just a, just a weird thing about LGBTQ. Like you kind of like lump them together, like boom, you know, the LGBTQ, but trans people don't, aren't really in that s- same thing because it's not, I know people say that, you know, oh, being gay isn't a choice, but being trans is different because I mean, obviously it's not a choice <laughs> also, right. but but that doesn't necessarily mean that they are a lesbian or that they're gay or that they're bi, you know? <laughs> yeah, that it's a separate issue because it's about themselves. It's not about who they're attracted to. It's not about sexuality Yeah, with others. It's purely about themselves in their own bodies. Yeah. Yeah. And to not, sexu- <clears throat> to not sexualize that. Exactly. Right? It doesn't mean that these are, these are kids. They're not this is your child. Like he's not sexualized. Right. He's, you know, in, in some other way, like it's, yeah, it's just about himself and his body. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It is true. One of the things that I have heard, um, people who aren't necessarily accepting talk about is, um, I want to make sure that I word this in a way of not sounding like an asshole because most of those people are assholes, but, Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. Um, when a child says, I feel more comfortable in my skin as a boy. Mm -hmm. Um, and you take the steps, obviously you're not taking medical steps as far as hormones and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, is there an element of holding that with an open hand in case there is a time 
that maybe that doesn't feel true to them anymore. And there's more of a fluidity, like how, where, where do you get, where do you feel like you're at in that process or what feels right and true with your child? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's another, another sort of like tricky situation we've asked. I mean, we will occasionally ask him if, you know, I guess not ask, but just like, try to have like a open conversation where it's like, you know, oh, sometimes people change their mind about things, you know, and we don't bring it up unless we sort of feel like there was a little bit of a lead into it. You know, um, yeah. I think he said something about growing out his hair <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago. And so I was just like, oh, did you want to grow your hair out? And he was like, no, I don't want to grow my hair out. And I was like, okay. Cause you know, you know, sometimes people want to grow their hair out or sometimes, you know, if you want to wear, you know, feminine clothes, like you can, you know, whatever is going to make you feel comfortable. And he did ask us one time, just like, I think a couple weeks after he had come out to us, like, well, how would, you know, how would you feel if I decided I didn't want to be a boy anymore? And we we're like, well, exactly the same as we feel now, because you're the same person, you know? And um, I think that, he, you know, yeah, it's scary for us as parents, but also is really scary as a little kid, you know, yeah. not knowing and also not knowing if you're going to change your mind. And I'm sure that, you know, I think I think he had like a really good friendship with another boy um, when, you know, second to fourth grade. <clears throat> he told them at the end of fourth grade before school got out um, that he, you know, was transgender and um the boy was like, oh, that's, that's fine, you know. And I think that, you know, there, we talk about, like, different kinds of love, you know. But I think it was, like, a really, like, he truly loved this friend. And I don't think it was a, you know, like, romantic. Obviously, he's at the time, was, like, nine. But, um, and the friend kind of just moved away from him. And it wasn't really, like, in a judgmental way or anything like that. But I think he just didn't feel as close, if that makes sense. Like, they just, you know, they just parted ways. And that was really hard. That has been still over, you know, a year later because they're still in the same class. Been hard because all of a sudden, you know, he's like, well, maybe he liked me because I was a girl. Like maybe, you know, so I think that those kind of things happen also, especially with now, you know, we don't see my family at all. And before we would, you know, drive over and spend, you know, 10 days or two weeks or something in Spokane visiting my sister and my mom. So we're not planning to do that now. And I think you know, it, I don't know this, if this is how he's feeling, but if it was me, I'd be like, is this my fault? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I think he thinks all the time, like, how could I make things better? And he, he definitely is a people pleaser also, you know, like once, maybe that's like a negative, maybe that's a negative term, people pleaser. I don't know. He wants people to be happy. He wants mm -hmm. people to always feel accepted, other people, you know, and um, thinks about other people a lot more than he thinks about himself. And, um, yeah, I think if it had been handled in a different way, then we probably could have just convinced him that that wasn't true, you know, or like, um, oh, you're just confused, you know what I mean? But, and if he does change his mind, then at least he knows that we're going to support him no matter what. Is therapy then a part of things still? Like at, at this, not still, but at this point, like. Not, no, not at this point, um. I mean, we're like huge proponents of therapy. Of course. <laughs> so, yeah. Sure. Um, and any time that if he felt like he wanted to, you know, be in therapy or anything like that, like a hundred percent we would be there in, you know, in a minute. Yeah. But um I mean, it's just, you know, it's probably, I don't know, maybe faux pas to say, but he's just like a very average 10 year old boy, like super annoying, likes to shoot darts at people, you know, <laughs> like think about your 10 year old boy. That's, that's, the, you know. Yep. And I've had multiple children and it's just, it's just mind boggling how, how much of a boy he is. You know, my girls, my two older girls were not, not like him at all. <laughs> so, and now my younger daughter, May, who just, you know, just turned nine, she's not like Kai at all either. She, you know, they are calm, quiet people and Kai is loud and tells jokes and it's always inappropriate, you know? <laughs> So it's just, I don't know, it's just so interesting. And, you know, and something else that's really interesting is 
I think maybe some sort of a misconception that my mom had is that we've not like done in like any gay indoctrination or anything in our family. <laughs> it's not came out very naturally. I mean, he's not watching all these television shows or like going to, you know, rallies or anything like that. Um, they did just go to their first pride parade last week and um, they're trying to convince me to walk in the pride parade in Seattle, which is terrifying, but um <laughs> They just they just went to their first one. It was very exciting for them. They they thought it was the best thing ever. But it's all come about very naturally, you know. He just feels like a boy. He's more interested in boy things. He would rather wear boy clothes, you know. And something that that I think I asked maybe a couple too many times maybe was like, but what does a boy feel like? But what does it feel like to be a girl? Like how can you say that? How do you how can you explain it to me? You know, so and he's just like, I don't know. I just feel like a boy. Like, there's no there's no answer, <laughs> I guess. Which is kind of, you know, I'm also a very black and white person. So any of this, like, gray area is very hard for me um, to understand. You know, it's like, you either are you or you aren't. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, he does. I don't know. He's very happy. Very, very happy. He likes to ride bikes with other boys in the neighborhood and and the other boys in the neighborhood, like, don't care at all. They're just like, oh, yeah, Kai. And in fact, <laughs> last weekend, we had one of the dads walk his son over and was like, oh, you know, he wanted to see if Kai could spend the night. And I was like, hmm, um, probably not going to happen. <laughs> but we have a we have a house rule that we don't do sleepovers. So thankfully, because that would have, you know, it's it's really hard to, also now to make these rules like, you know, <laughs> I feel like traditionally, oh, if you are a girl and you have a friend that's a boy, they can't go in your room or you're not, I'm not going to let you play by yourselves without supervision or all these different things. And now it's just kind of like, I have no idea. I have no idea. I love rules. I'm a rule follower. I like thrive under, you know, tight rules, but, um, that's, that's been a really another, you know, another really hard thing is, that there is no there there is no rules. I'm making them up as we go, yeah. <laughs> you know. So yeah, and just being really open with all of my kids all the time has been helpful because I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I tell my kids all the time. I mean, I'm sure you could ask them. What does mom say the most? I'm just a person like you, but I'm taller. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to this question let's ask google you know so um i know people are like oh you shouldn't be your kids friends and i try not to be but i want them to see that i'm a person you know like yeah. why well, I, I do still enforce the rules but <clears throat> i'm open to consideration of said rules <laughs> well i think that's so huge in general like i think that's a great just parenting philosophy in general just to like hey man i'm just a person i'm just doing my best yeah. So like instead yeah. of uh expecting perfection, let's just get real here. Yeah. And you know, subject to adjustment should we need to. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And it's nice to be able to go back to that when they're like, Well, you changed you used to say that we could do this or oh well when Molly was little, she had a sleepover, you know, and we're like, Well, mm -hmm. it didn't work out well. So we're like, well, we didn't know what we were doing and now we do. Now we feel comfortable with this, you know. But I also think that really models to our kids, it's okay if you don't know what you're doing. It's yes. okay if you don't have the answer. That doesn't mean you're not responsible. It doesn't mean you're not an adult, you know, because you don't mm -hmm. have all the answers because I don't. <laughs> yes. And it's okay to change your mind. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So. So good, Kate. Thank you. Awesome. Do you have any other questions for her, Nicole? I don't. I, I mean, I'm sure I will or I would, but I, I just, I'm so grateful for your openness and for sharing like so real, like it just, it's so relatable. Like I really feel like you're every person, you know, like that we all would, that's totally how we would, like I would feel. Yeah. yeah. And I love that you will just say like, you know, that stuff. It's actually something I've admired about you and appreciated about you forever. Like you've been that person where you'll just be like, you know, you'll just say that kind of stuff in a way that you're like, yeah, that is kind of funny. Or yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> but 
I just, I appreciate that. So thank you for being willing to, mm-hmm. to share with us. I think it's easy from afar to be like, well, I don't know about that, right. you know, and to have opinions mm-hmm. about things that feel far off. Um, and when you start hearing another mom share that is like you, right. Mm-hmm. Um, share a very real life experience. It suddenly makes that more tangible and more um, just I think it brings that compassion and kindness mm-hmm. and, and softens our hard edges. You know? It bridges the divide for sure. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that if I, I mean, if I didn't have, you know, kids who identify with LGBTQ, like I wouldn't know, you know, I wouldn't know the answers. I wouldn't know what these things are. I don't know what what's appropriate. And that's something that is really scary. I think, to people, maybe people who have kids who are just come out or things like that is you don't know what's appropriate. You don't know what's not appropriate. (laughs) You don't want to offend people, but at the same time, you know, and I think I see a lot in social media where people are like, you know, oh, don't ask these people, like do your own research or things like that. And it's like, but I don't know how, I don't know how to do the research. I need I, you know, I need somebody to help. (laughs) And they're like, oh, well, don't ask these people that are going through this, you know, this group, these different groups of people, like, that's not the right person to ask. And like, as, you know, somebody who crawled out of a hole recently, I don't, I don't know who to ask. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that, yeah, I probably would feel the same way if I knew another mom that had a trans kid, I would just be like, "Mm, that's weird. (laughs) You know, like, is that really, is that really healthy? You know, so. Um, I guess that still surprises me that that's now my new title is like, you know, mom of the queerlings, but you know. <laughs> You're adorable. That is what I'm going to title this episode. <laughs> mom of the queerlings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's my new title, but I didn't know it was going to be and it's o- It's okay that I didn't know. And it's okay. You know, if anybody else is listening, like, <laughs> It's okay to struggle with this. It's not, it has not ever been easy. It, you know, there have been multiple times where I've had like so much anxiety to take my kids somewhere or to go to the park. I don't know what he's going to wear this summer when he's swimming. I don't know, you know, like all these different things. Like it, it's not just cut and dry. It's not easy and it's okay. It's okay that's not easy. And, you know, I would just like encourage other people just to be honest with your kids. It doesn't matter if they're 10 years old, you know. To be like, I don't know. I, I'm i worried about this. Like, it's not necessarily putting your worry on them. It's sharing your worry, you know? Yeah. That makes it a lot easier for the kids also to understand that you are working on it, you know? And sometimes I tell my kids, like, this is a really hard concept for me. But, you know, I love you. And I don't know, a couple of years ago, like maybe four years ago, one of my older kids was like, oh my gosh, I want to be a furry. And we were just like, excuse me? <laughs> I like, you even know what that is? And they just, they, they just mean dressing up. You know, they don't understand what it used to mean, you know, which is like, no, like you're, you're 11 years old. What are you talking about? You know, and <laughs> my brothers just laughed and laughed because I like immediately texted them like, oh my God, what do I do? You know, and they're like, ha ha, you know. <laughs> yes. But, I don't, you know, I was like, I love you guys, but I just don't know about this. <laughs> we will make it through, but please don't tell anybody else, you know. <laughs> but yeah, thankfully no furries at the moment, but yeah. Totally. That's where I usually that I take to the Goog and I'm like, is, yeah, this exactly. is that yeah. a thing I should be worried about? Like- this is really mean right now to these children. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If you had to give one, like, bit of advice to someone starting this process with their child, what would, step one, your kid comes to you, step one, what do you do? Um, <clears throat> I think just keep in mind that you love them and that they're exactly the same person right now than they were 10 seconds ago before they told you. You know, and 
they just want you to love them also. Yeah. And if and even if you never have the answers, even if you're never comfortable with it, which a lot of people aren't, you know, a lot of trans parents aren't comfortable with it, but they love their kid. And that's the important part is you love your kid, make sure they feel loved. And that's it. Like the rest will fall into place, you know? So, yeah, that's beautiful. Perfect. Wonderful. So it applies to so many things. Oh my God. It's true. Absolutely. In this whole subject, 100% the best thing, but 99% of other parenting struggles, also the best advice ever. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much. Um, I will put in the show notes um, for those who are in Washington, I will put in, uh, I'll find the info for Seattle Children's and a couple of other uh, resources for LGBTQ parents or those of us kind of tiptoeing into this water. And uh, we, if Kate, agrees we will 1000% have her back on because I mean so many topics and it's also true. eight children so so many mothering topics so <laughs> you need your own podcast girl <laughs> all right friends thank you for being here we will talk to you again next week we love you yes love you